what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West. And uh, yeah, uh, my bad about season week, week two. Uh, <laughs> I've had a bit of a break myself, but you know, your boy's on and I have my co-host, Camo. Camo, are you there? I'm here. Happy Tuesday. Um, end, of, end of preseason. So now, yeah. now it's a it's time to play. So... I was supposed to do a podcast after week two, and I was really excited mm. at the time too. Yeah, bias, but you know, Trey Lance had a really good game at the time. He had a a stellar fourth quarter to uh, take the lead against uh, you know the Broncos, and that mm. was all dandy. So I was going to try to do a pod like midweek and, and talk about that, and you know, other things within the NFC West. Didn't get the chance to because that Wednesday, Thursday, they uh, they announced that Sam Darnold was going to be the number two quarterback, QB number two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all, all things considered, I, I wasn't too surprised, honestly. I, I wasn't too surprised in that sense where, you know, Trey Lance had a, a very strong finish. Money was against, you know, the third stringers against the Broncos in preseason week two. But then he also had a very lackluster performance the week before against the Raiders preseason in week one. So I was like, okay, like, you know, like it seemed like Shedhead, regardless of what had happened against the Broncos, that he made his decision to have Trey Lance as quarterback three and Darnold as number two. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But what I did not expect Camo was right after that, upon, you know, hearing the news that, that Friday, going into the last game of the preseason, preseason week three, um, a trade, a trade. And the funny thing about that was I was with our boy T up in SoCal. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I really didn't get the chance to do a pod. <laughs> I was out of town doing a, a couple other things with family. Yeah. But, you know, I, on a Friday, we're out at a rooftop bar at Santa Ana, just getting a beer and talking about the Niners Cowboys, uh, no, actually not Niners Cowboys. It was the Niners Chargers preseason game. Yeah, we both get a text at the same time that the Niners had <laughs> Trey Lance to what, Cowboys. What, what, Cowboys. Let me let, let me just ask because um, you set the stage there a little bit. What when you guys were you know having a beer, sitting back, what and you saw that come across? What what did what did you guys both? How did you, both, did you guys both react in that moment? I was fucking shocked. I think <laughs> you can't say anything. Speechless. I'm speechless. Not just because the trade had happened, because that's a, already yeah. that's yeah very surprising, right? Yeah. But that traded to the Cowboys? Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, NFC, long time. You know, you know, back to '90s rival heated heated rivalry between these two teams. Like, I, and I think more so than anything was that you know there's a lot of a lot of talk about about possible trades like thinking oh we could do this but in the end i don't think anyone really thought that they were going to pull a trigger and then lo and behold they did yeah and you know at that time i was like am i going to do an instant reaction to the trade i wanted to i I really wanted to but yeah you know tom and i we we watched the game we had a couple of adult beverages and i i (laughs) realized (laughs) I shouldn't do a pod over like, I'm not. You're, you weren't going to do a Bill Simmons emergency pod in the moment. No, I, um, <laughs> probably a wise move. So like, but, uh, 
Yeah. So it, it's, you know, the weekend happened. It's Tuesday right now. I gave some time to read and take it all in. And I, I'm kind of glad that I did because um, context yeah. matters. Context it matters. Does. It right? does. It so does. Trey Lance, you know, gets demoted to quarterback three. And from yeah. what I understand, you know, Trey Lance wasn't happy. Don't yeah. blame him. I mean, you're talking about the number three pick. He's 22, 23 years old. You know, it was assumed that he would be the face of the franchise. And, you know, consider this. He's a kid. He's Mm -hmm. really young. Yeah. Everything that's been asked of him, um, you know, to be a a consummate professional, be a a good teammate, you know, his his rookie year, it was Jimmy's team. Then the reins got handed over to him and, you know, just a lot of bad Bad luck, you know, even in his first year, he had a hand injury. And so even during his practices, he couldn't be all there. And then his second year, he he breaks his ankle in week wow. two. So, you know, it's not necessarily his fault, but just circumstances that had hampered his development. And, mm-hmm. you know, the rise of Brock Purdy, seventh round pick last year, um, Got them to the NFC Championship game. Didn't go the way they they, they had hoped. But then Brock Purdy, to their credit, uh, there were rumors that, hey, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold would battle it out for the quarterback one spot if mm-hmm. Brock Purdy wasn't ready to start against, you know, Steelers in week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lo and behold, you know, Brock Purdy was practicing in training camp. If, if anything, he, he played in preseason week two. He played in preseason week three. And it looked like the training wheels were off. And so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, Shanahan later alluded to in his Friday interview to the press, along with John Lynch, just saying that, hey, both Shanahan and Lance had that honest conversation. And, you know, for Lance, he, you know, or both sides know that he needs more reps. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Purdy now cemented as the number one, and with Lance being demoted to the number three position on yep. the depth chart, that there would be no reps for him, like no legitimate reps for him. And, yeah. you know, Trey Lance and his party said, you know, I would, I would like to go somewhere else. Yeah. I right. mean, yeah. I mean, well, good summary there for sure. Um, you know, it's, I know people have said that, the return on this trade was adequate. Um, but I mean, you could argue that in this moment, his stock was pretty low, just considering the knowledge that he was battling for a backup spot. And that's so the thing f- too, because you're talking about the former number three pick, yep. but not even just that the sunk costs you gave yep. up three first rounders to get this yeah. and you can't you, yeah and i know people were like oh you gave three first rounders which turn into xyz picks so all these great all these players and like yeah that's one way to look at it but at the same time you know we drafted him him thinking he could be the next franchise quarterback for the next 15 years it just didn't pan out right um, so like you gave up all this to get this kid and then you settle for a fourth round pick but yeah. at the same time, too, that was the best offer that was on the table, honestly. Yeah. Rumors like the Bills, the Lions, mm. uh, the Ravens. Like, I think the yeah. Niners were trying to trade him out 
of the NFC conference, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, why mm-hmm. wouldn't you keep them in the West or the NFC or I don't know, again, the Cowboys for fuck's sake, but like yeah. you, you want him out. Right. But at the end of the day, from my understanding, it was just six, seventh round picks, which was shit. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys, Jerry Jones made the call and offered a fourth round pick. And, you know, obviously there's a couple teams that I, you know, if I'm the Niners, I don't want to do business with. Yeah. One would be the Seahawks. Two would be the Rams. Rams. And, yep. And three would be the Cowboys or the Eagles or like any, any, any other, NFC. Any, yeah. NFC, right. It's yeah. Tough, right. No, it, yeah. No, I to- totally agree. Um, but I think like in a moment, uh, you have to find the value that's there and kind of, you know, lick your wounds a little bit and try to get up. Um, I did appreciate that in the press conference that Shanahan, who's usually kind of like a, you know, can be a little, I would no, say, he'd be kind of douchey, a little douchey, yeah, a little, a little, rough, a little rough around the edges at times, but he was pretty open. He's pretty, pretty candid and just saying it's just, you know, it's just, it just didn't work and he felt bad for the situation. You could tell he genuinely, genuinely cared about him. Uh, obviously, they invested a lot of resources and draft picks and everything. To, to, they wanted to see him succeed. And for all the people talking is that, you know, he Lance was working hard. And it just wasn't – things are just wasn't, weren't lining up for whatever may, may be the case. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen in, in Dallas. Um, you know, obviously, Dak's been there for a while. But and but the, I know the the – Cowboys cut two of the other quarterbacks. So really, you know, he's going to be in the mix for a backups position because Dak is prone injury prone. So it could be a, could be a matter of time where if he gets, if he gets some good conditioning there and some reps, he we could get some playing time, but. And I'll, I'll get to that in a moment about the impact on the Cowboys. But yeah. Going back yeah. to the conference on Friday. Yeah. Like I know fans are pissed. Like they're going to be yeah. pissed anyways. Cause you know yeah. what? The Niners faithful. Like they're never happy, as I'm sure you guys. Of course, know. yeah. Right. So, like, they wanted answers. You know, I think that Wednesday when they demoted him to quarterback three, yeah. Uh, Shanahan and Lynch, they they weren't at the presser. They actually got Fred, Fred Warner and Jason Hargrove to. Oh really? Yeah, they they did, <laughs> and a lot of people were like, "Are oh. you kidding me? You bunch of wussies!" Right? But yeah. I, I think. The emotions were too raw. There's, there was just a lot of shit going on, and yeah, uh, they finally circled back. You know, especially with rumors about what might go down after Wednesday's demotion. Yeah, they made the move with the trade, and if anything, they they tried to nip it in. Not well, not nip it in the butt, but they kept it real with the press. You know, yeah. John Lynch for for one said like, "Yeah, we took a swing. It didn't work out." We made a mistake. And Shanahan, for, for that matter, uh, this is the endearing part that you alluded to was I let him down. I I really wanted this to work. And, you know, he kind of went back about what I said before. Year one, we had plans to kind of integrate him into the team and do a dual quarterback system. That didn't work in respect to the team. And then his hand got hurt and he couldn't practice efficiently. We gave him the keys year two, and he broke his ankle. Um, and this isn't fair to him. And, you know, where they are with the team, they, they just can't give him those opportunities. And um, they're, you know, I failed yeah. you. That's essentially what yeah. Ann Hen said. 
Right. You know, it's funny. I remember because we, we did a pod a couple weeks ago before this trade happened, and we made a comparison of uh, Trey Lance to James Wiseman on the Warriors, right? Very similar kind of situation. I don't think the expectations were as high for Wiseman to come in versus Trey Lance to be the face of the franchise. Yeah, but you're talking about the quarterback of, position. Right? Quarterback, exactly. But a lot of similarities in terms of the, like, the potential is like bursting at the seams there, right? The high ceiling type of guy, the raw, like super athletic, um, you know, Wiseman, this, this freak of nature kind of like he could do it all. But again, looking at in both situations, the sample size, right? Wiseman played in Memphis, played like what, two games or something crazy, like, or I don't know, maybe a few games there. And then bolted the NBA, Hurt, you know, different situations couldn't get on the floor early on. Um, Trey Lance played in the lower division, division one, but even then he didn't play that many games in college, right? He played very few versus other, other quarterbacks and then comes into the league high pick is hurt early on, gets hurt again and plays a total of what eight games for the Niners. So Marcus Thompson with the athletic, he alluded to, he did um on KNBR. He, he had a, a bit with uh with Tolbert just talking about both Wiseman and, and Trey because you know mm-hmm. Marcus Thompson is a Bay Area guy and he just said hey it's very <laughs> like you can't make this shit up especially with both Bay Area teams respectively yeah. both championship contenders and obviously the Warriors won a championship and the Niners didn't but going into that whole process like super raw prospects but they were willing to take the chance and you know, fuck COVID, man, because both Wiseman and Lance, the reason why they had very few games that final year before mm-hmm. they went out to the drafts was because of COVID. Yeah. You know, the, the, both 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 athletes for that matter. I think Trey Lance had like two games and Wiseman only ha- had a handful. Um, so they had a very small sample size. And, you know, Trey Lance, even for – it's been three years and he's had less snaps than – all the quarterbacks in his draft class by a significant margin, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I saw the stats saying that, hey, Trey Lance, this is like, I don't know all the particulars, but like for a top five pick to get cut after this span of time, like this has to be the earliest amount with the least amount of snaps ever in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And if you look from that from the outside in, you know, people will be like, oh, we, we pulled the – you know, the Niners pulled the rug, pulled the trigger away from Trey Lance so early, but you're talking about two back-to-back years of really injured, like freaky-ass injuries and just it just blew up in their face. But at the same time, too, the X factor about this is Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. right? Because if Brock Purdy didn't fall through their lap and essentially save their season when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt mm-hmm. after – Trey Lance got hurt, then we wouldn't be having this conversation. I think there's more likely of a chance that the Niners would have Trey Lance as their quarterback right now. Yep. No, that's a, totally agree. I mean, you know, we could do a whole sort of, I'm sure we, we talked about Brock Purdy before, but like, you know, he's the type of guy who is supposed to be, you know, like today was the cut day for all these teams, right? He's supposed to be a guy on the outside, you know, looking in or maybe being a scout team guy, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he was, right? He was the third quarterback um, for, you know, in his, 
when he was drafted, you know, seventh round, seventh pick, last pick in draft, et cetera, et cetera. But he came in when his number was called because of circumstance and just performed extremely well for eight games and then to playoffs and just like put the team on his back. So I think, you know, to your point, he, he outperformed, overperformed his position. He's only making, making less than a million dollars this year, which is kind of crazy. Like the next Uh, three years for that matter. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The next three years. So like it it opens up all these options and such, but if he would have gone the normal route where a seventh round last pick, quarterback should have been he he's right trey lance would probably be your starting quarterback now i mean always if fans would have could have should have would have happened he wouldn't have gotten hurt blah 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 all these different things but um i think in the end we take all of these scenarios and the data you have available to you trey lance just wasn't he he couldn't even he couldn't surpass a guy who's been you know sam darnold who's been on this is third team, third franchise. He's been in the league for a handful of years on bad teams. You couldn't surpass him to be the backup quarterback. So. And I love this where, you know, Niner fans, they said, well, the minute they send Darnold, they, they were trying to sabotage Trey Lance. No, they That's not true. They signed Darnold to light a fire for Trey Lance. They wanted Trey Lance to win the job. We're not going to hand you the job like we did in yeah. year two. Like, you're going to have to fight for the yeah. second spot like Perry's the quarterback fine you know that's our decision but like we're not gonna just give it to you because you're coming off an injury and, and you're raw and you just gotta you gotta earn it in, in that sense and you know maybe for um politics purpose people can complain that hey they should have just given it to Trey Lance especially for uh a journeyman quarterback like Darnold but I mean at the end of the day too you gotta put in your your share of work too I mean I mean, you got to think, I mean, I, I remember when they signed Darnold, I was thinking this is actually a good, a good signing because again, of all the unknowns with Trey Lance, you know, Purdy, you know, hopefully he plays 17 games, but there's a good chance he doesn't, he might get knocked around a bit. You know, you bring in a guy who's been around the league for a little while. He was a starter for many years in, on the jets and a former uh, number three pick at that too. Number, exactly. So, you know, this guy is going to come in and not screw it up too badly. Um, so I think that was a smart signing. And like you said, to kind of light a fire under Lance to be like, Hey, you, if you can beat out this guy, you know, you're, you're going to be in it for a number two spot, but clearly they just didn't, it wasn't clicking. Um, so, you know, they had to take, make the best decision they could with the data available to them. And that's just kind of where we're at. And that's the circumstances too. This isn't mm-hmm. a team that is, well, they're not a bad team. They're a Super Bowl contending team, despite all this hoopla, right? I know. It's crazy, right? Right. Like, despite <laughs> all that's going out, they, I think they're over under is tied or it might be second place with like the Chiefs in terms of like Vegas over under for wins for, for the season. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like any other team, you know, the Super Bowl contender, they have their established quarterback or you know, key marquee players, except for the 49ers, right? They're it's like dealing with seventh round pick, you know, all these different situations, trade trades at the last minute, all the circumstances, but they're still in the end, a Super Bowl contending team. So let's uh, go back. And I have my receipts. I want to ask if you kept yours mm-hmm. for tax purposes, of course, right? Of course. <laughs> so like at the time, you know, when Jimmy G 
made the Super Bowl the following year, got hurt, you know, uh, they made the NFC Championship, but he's playing hurt all throughout the postseason with his shoulder and all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they got close. Uh, Jaquiski interception would have sealed the deal for them to to win and go to the Super Bowl, That but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all the while, they're, you know, there there are marquee games that I remember during that time where you know your Josh Allen's, your Patrick Holmes with the previous Super Bowl, your Kyler Murray's. They're absolutely like, despite such a great pass rush by the Niners, a great front seven, and all that. If you have great quarterback play, you know, especially a mobile quarterback for that matter, that you can you can you can beat the Niners, right? It's going to take a special quarterback, but there are quarterbacks there in the league, obviously. Um, and then Shanahan came to that t- conclusion that, hey, we're going to go a couple routes. We can either look at Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, or, you know, mm-hmm. draft a quarterback, right? And so they mm-hmm. went another way. Um, I'm hearing this on Twitter now saying, like, hey, they should have just stuck with Jimmy and then we would have won a Super Bowl. That's what I'm hearing now on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. My receipts was like, no, fuck that. Because, <laughs> you know, Jimmy got hurt not once, but like several yeah. times. You know, I mean, several times since he's been on the Niners. And I didn't bat an eye when they decided to offer another option, despite coming off an NFC Championship game. How did you feel at the time for, for your receipts? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, uh, I mean, I've, I've always, since they signed Jimmy G., back i mean remember when we saw him at, at uh, training camp when they first signed him back in like 2017 i believe yeah 2017 i thought that was a good signing because he was a guy who looked like the heir sort of a parent to tom brady new england but again scenario circumstances kind of dictate the next course of actions and the opportunity arose for him to come in to san francisco to compete to be the starting quarterback and he won the job and he did a really good job in the time that he was here. So I feel like he's always done a good job. Yes. The injury injuries are real and they're a concern, but I also feel like he did a lot in the time that he was here and, you know, was a fan favorite. Um, so I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, and I also feel like the Niners really didn't, they kind of did him dirty a little bit in the last couple of years, you know, sure. just kind of, kind sure. of, they pulled you know, the plug like that, you know. Despite. They pulled the plug and they made it obvious, like, "Hey, we're going to move on from you." But in the end, they're like, "Actually, kind of need you." So, especially last year, so he just kind of like is a team player. Came in, just like, "All right, I'm just going to do this and just see what happens after that." But it's not like, well, for one, they gave him a, a pretty sizable contract. He was getting, of course, you know, I think he was averaging like 25 to 28 mil. Um, good offense, you know. He he did very well, obviously going to the Super Bowl and. You know, they pulled the plug, right? Uh, that, that's the tough business in a very ironic fashion where they pulled the plug on Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of nine fans are very critical. Like, hey, you know, you fucked over Jimmy. Now you're fucking over Trey. The Niners, they fucked over Kaepernick a couple of years back too. But that's another yeah. story, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, you're, you're seeing all that. Um, so, for me, like, I understood why they decided to pull the plug on Jimmy and go in another direction. So for you, you you probably would have st- stuck with Jimmy. And by the way, there's no right or wrong answer. I just want to yeah. have yeah. this conversation with you. Yeah, no, I can. I've seen both sides for sure. Um, but I think that you know, I think part of the reason why you know, again, I don't know the details of all the financials, but for for Trey, you know, he made 
a good amount of money for playing very few games for the 49ers in his three years he was here essentially. Um, but again, he wasn't at the next sort of, you know, I'm not sure where his contract was in terms of they would have kept him where he would have been making money for his next deal. If that factored in as well. Well, going back to money. So, you know, they had, a. I mean, it's just funny. A lot of these Niner fans at the time, they're like, look, Jimmy, like he's getting paid way too much. Like he's just a mediocre, mediocre quarterback. Cause he's, yeah. he's a down guy. I get that. I get that. But he's also a very winning quarterback. Yep. So even Shanahan and Lynch alluded saying like, you know, we wanted to get a rookie quarterback under a manageable contract because obviously rookie quarterbacks, you had them for five years at the very least. And and if you give them another contract, but you had them at a very manageable deal. And so you can load up on the rest of your roster. And what did you see when they got, got that rookie contract? They were able to extend Trent Williams, Debo. They were Mm -hmm. right now, ironically pretty is making even less money than Trey Lance and you know their next obstacle is going to be re-signing Bosa to a record deal yeah. right so yeah. every year every year there's there's some player that needs to get paid yeah. next year it's going to be Brendan Ayuk for example like there's it, it never ends you know and so right. they, they decided like if we can get cheap at the quarterback and find our guy um we can theoretically speaking you know be like Russell Wilson Patrick Mahomes Shailen Hurts and eventually those those players got paid, but you know, we can have this window of opportunity um and, and really push this roster. Yeah. Right. No, totally. And, and it's a very small window to make it happen. Okay. Yeah. I think best best example that they saw that they thought would be palpable was what ironically what happened to Foreman Niner, Alex Smith helping transition Patrick Mahomes when he was on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A veteran quarterback, his first year, the presumed they were a playoff contender, but the presumption was Alex Smith would take the reins under Andy Reid. Mahomes would be his backup and then hand the keys over. Mm-hmm. Exactly what the Knights were trying to do, but obviously, you know, it's there's so many things that come into that factor. For one, Mahomes played a lot more games. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, the injury factor. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, n- number three, um, you're talking about Patrick fucking Mahomes. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, like, Trey Lance has the tangibles, but it's quite apparent that he's not Patrick fucking Mahomes. You know, maybe he, he could be, but, you know, <laughs> maybe he just needs an opportunity behind Dak. No, but I, you know, I think I'm, I think with the limited tape available, it doesn't, doesn't look like it's going to be that way. Right. Right. And so, so my next thing, okay. So let's just say they, um, you know, cause we're, we're doing the hindsight game. This is what I'm seeing. So I want to do this game with you right now. So let's okay. just say, put it, put it on, on your receipt. So instead of trading up three first round picks to get Trey Lance, yep. get back at, uh, I think what, 11, 12, so that pick went to the Dolphins, and from what, what I remember, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Eels wanted to trade up, blah, 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 blah. They, they did a deal with the Cowboys, blah, 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 blah. That pick ended up going to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys drafted Micah Parsons mm-hmm. with that pick, which right. everyone always talks about, saying like, oh, yeah. if. Oh, we could have had, right. If the Niners had Boson and Parsons with Jimmy mm-hmm. G, you know, they won in the Super Bowl and all that. Okay, great. Yeah, I yeah. get it. 
you know, like it makes it look even worse when you see yeah. where those picks went because two of those picks by the Dolphins were used to trade for other players, one being Bradley Chubb, mm-hmm. one being Tyreek Hill. You know, it's just it's just a lot to take in, right? Yeah. But okay, so instead of trading that pick, um, what would you have done? Would you have sat back and, you know, drafted Mac Jones? Would he have gotten a tackle like Rashad Slater with the Chargers Scots? Would he have drafted Micah Parsons or like, you know, yeah. Hindsight, what would you have done? I mean, that year it was pretty apparent that the Niners were looking for a quarterback, you know, whether that's going to be likely through the draft or through free agency. Um, so I think it became that situation. I mean, and this is what was happening versus what, what I would have done in this situation. Like I said, you know, I was, I feel like Jimmy G was a good quarterback for, for the 49ers at the time. So maybe giving him drafting uh, off his tackle for more protection, something like that might've been like sort of a safer pick, but I think the pressure in the moment you know, there was all this talk, and I remember right before they turned the draft, oh, the Niners are going to draft Mac Jones, blah, 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 all these things. And then all of a sudden this trade happens. They boost up. Don't they jump the Bears to get the third pick? Is that sort of the scenario that happened? I can't remember exactly. But anyway, lo and behold, they draft Trey Lance. And I remember, you know, the reaction, like texting you or FaceTiming me, like, oh, my God, we got Trey Lance in this in the – in that scenario, because everyone thought they were going to draft this boring white guy, Mac Jones. Um, but, you know, they didn't. So it was it was really exciting. Uh, but looking back, I feel like in my, if I was the GM um, being invested with a winning quarterback like Jimmy, I would have provided some protection, even though it wasn't, it would have been like the super hot pick. Um, that would probably the direction I would have gone. Did you take my notes, dude? Because that's what I would have done. So if I... <laughs> Okay, so if we were to go back in time, yeah, I wouldn't have drafted Mac Jones because fuck Mac Jones. I don't, <laughs> I, I just don't think he's he's worth, worth worth that pick. I don't think he's even that good for that matter. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I would have drafted Rashad Slater, who at the time was a guard slash tackle prospect. He could have gone e- either way, and obviously, you know, the offensive line e- even to now they they lost Mike McGlinchey to free agency. He's way overpaid with the Broncos, but yeah. he would have slid over to right tackle eventually to be the tackle of the future. But in the, in the meantime, too, at the time, there were concerns about the guard play with Aaron Banks, you know, mm-hmm. having a bus year in his rookie season. But just to provide depth, I, I would have drafted Rashad Slater. I would have mm-hmm. felt really good about that. Yeah. Especially if I make that decision that Jimmy G coming off the ch- NFC championship, that, you know, I, I just want to run it back and, you know, address the offensive line. Yep. As much as, on paper, Michael Parsons and Nick Bosa, how kick-ass that would have been. I, yeah. I, I think I would have still slated for the offensive line. I didn't think that Michael Parsons would be Michael Parsons, obviously. Right. I mean, yeah, again, hindsight is twenty twenty, And again, you know, the, their defense has always been there too. So I think, yeah, you can always, you know, the rich keep getting richer. But, you know, in the moment, that I feel like that would have been sort of the, the wise, wise pick to go offensive line. All right. Uh, but, uh, no. So, so the next thing uh, I say, maybe the lesson that can be learned is, well, and a lot of people. So this trade was only for a fourth round pick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to really criticize the fourth round pick. You know why? Because the damage had already been done way before, where they yeah, made yep. to trade to draft 
the number three spot by trading three first round picks. That was that yeah. was the damage. Okay, all this stuff right now. That's the aftermath. Okay, yeah. biggest mistake because it is a mistake. Mm-hmm. It's you're talking about a kid that has played the fewest snaps out of. All. <laughs> I mean, any anytime you trade, you have first round picks, especially more than one. In any sort of trade scenario, people are going to look at it and be like, oh, this better work out. I mean, look at Jamal Adams, right? Yeah. He, he's, you know, he was two a pro ball. Yeah, two first-round picks. You know, pro ball type player, but he's been hurt. You know, has that panned out? I mean, maybe this year if he comes back and plays well, but... Up to this point, no, right? No, it hasn't. It hasn't. No. They gave so, up a lot. So at the time, because I'm trying to keep these receipts and trying to go on this mental exercise so I can better... Mm-hmm. understand and maybe try to learn something for, from this experience is, you know, they said they traded three first round picks to get to the number three pick, but you had this whole fucking drama of, well, who's the quarterback? And they're like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It could be Justin Fields. It could be Mac Jones. It could, it could be Trey, Trey Lance. Like we haven't actually determined who the quarterback is. We're going to find that out in the next couple of weeks. And that's, that is bullshit. Mm-hmm. That is bullshit. You're going to do all that mm-hmm. just to go through that process to have the opportunity to draft the quarterback. And if you're going to mortgage your future like that, then that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, maybe for the record, maybe Trey Lance was the guy all the time. But from what I understand, when they made the trade, they didn't actually determine that Trey Lance was the guy, right? Right. Yeah, it could have been. Oh, I think like that's said, a very flawed process, right? Yeah, just forgot Justin Fields was in the mix there, too. Yeah, saying like, oh, we would have settled or we would have been happy with one or the other. No, yeah. you should know. You That's should know. If, you, if you're going to be that aggressive, right? Yeah. yeah like, if true. anything, uh, for other drafts, like you trade three first round picks to get, I don't know, the number one pick. Exactly. Right. All right. So get, you get, get, get first tips. It's always like, I know I always ask you for fantasy tips, like, draft your guy, get, draft the guy you want. Right. And that year was a very unique draft class because you had Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. So two mm-hmm. quarterbacks were already off the board. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. like, all right, based off that, then I'm going to have my my litter to pick, and then I'll figure it out from there. Yeah. yeah. That part is pretty weak. Are, are you just a little extra salty just because you have a Trey Lance jersey hanging in your closet? Yes. <laughs> so context purposes, guys, I um, – you know, I really wanted Trey Lance to do well. I have a old school 94, 95. So, you know, when they went to the Super Bowl, you know, with the black shadow background, I have a red Trey Lance jersey. And I, I felt at the time, too, it was like fate. So I went to the <laughs> store. My intention was to buy a red 54, which is a Fred yeah. Warner jersey. Yeah. But they didn't have it. Mm. And the I saw at the corner, this is when Trey Lance was a rookie. I saw the style, which was the retro style, and they only had one. They had a medium Trey Lance jersey. And I thought it's meant to be. Me. So I I did not hesitate. I felt that it was fate. Yeah. So I saw that well, jersey, and I'm like when the only I don't think I don't know anyone else that has that jersey. And I felt pretty special. <laughs> right. My my question is, um, so you know who the who the 49ers play on October 8th, right? October 8th. All right, who do they play October 8th? One guess. 
One guess. They play. They play the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys. So, <laughs> so you can wear you can wear your jersey just as a as a as an homage to uh, what could have been. That's um, right. But he probably won't be playing if Dak is not hurt at that point. Okay. Well, let's get to that in a bit. So okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm just going back. I understand the process, but I'm really critical on the process of. You know, you made such an aggressive move. You already made that yeah. decision, but you didn't have a quarterback in mind. At least that's what you're telling me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hope just down the road, we, we really find out, you know, was that really their guy? Because you also heard rumors that, hey, Kyle wanted Mac Jones and then right. Lynch wanted Trey Lance. And then they ended up making a decision, you know, at, at the end. But then, you know, like Kyle always makes the – the final call right so like why would he compromise his call from lynch like we'll never know until much later yeah down we, the will road. Never know. we will never down know road. so that's what i'm really curious to find out uh but i think at the end of the day it, it's a failure it didn't work out but a couple of the, two things that come out of this okay the first is despite all that you look at history. So the Niners, for whatever fucking reason, they drafted Reuben Foster, but they found Fred Warner, right? Right, right. Drafted Joe Williams and Trey Sermon, but they found Eli- Elijah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Right? They Dante Pest didn't work out, but Brandon Nayuk did. Like you see all yeah. these examples where you know their intention was this, and it didn't work out in the earlier rounds, but they're able to find that role just in the mid rounds, but not the way they had drawn it up, but they still get, should get credit by the way, yeah. should get credit for addressing it one way. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's one thing. So like, you know, despite all that, it's just ironic that the trade Lance, the miss MO was to get a quarterback that was cheap. That mm-hmm. can play the Shannon system with a win now team. And then you can contend for not just this year, but the next three, four years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they still accomplished that too. Uh, the it remains to be seen if Brock Purdy can do it, but that process still remains. They they did not fail on that part. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but the second thing is what I'm trying to get at as well is you know you got to shoot your shot. Okay. Yeah. I've told you this from from day one, and this is more so for sports betting, but I can apply this to life <laughs> and, and football for that matter. And you know what it is? What's that? Your money don't make money. Right, I mean that if you're scared and you're you're so rigid with your money, yeah. And you go to the casino and, and you're trying to make you're trying to win some money, mm-hmm. you're gonna lose. You know why? Because yeah. that's how karma goes, right? If yeah. you're so rigid and you're so tense about you have to succeed or you can't fail, mm-hmm. more times you're gonna you're gonna lose. So like, if, if you have this intention, if you if this is your intention with the team and you, you take this big home run swing. Um, you know, you got you got to you got to live with it, and if you're going to swing for the fences, I mean, you, you're also going to have to deal with the consequences. And yeah. I don't really fault them too for yeah. trying to trying to swing because, um, in years past they were a little bit more conservative with Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. but like I mentioned before, they got their asses handed by quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Kyle, Kyler Murray, and Russell Wilson. They saw these dual threat quarterbacks. Consistently beat 
they're really like they're elite defense, mm-hmm. right? And they saw when they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl when they were up ten, like they got these fucking bullshit like non calls, which should have been holds, should have been pi or whatever, but it didn't go their way and they lost. So they they made this this decision and they got to live with it. And I don't really fault them for uh, for trying to go for that gamble, but at the same time too. Uh, until they win the Super Bowl, they might yeah. not never. They might not never. This, this, let's just say it might not work out with Brock Purdy. Whatever, but yeah, um, they're gonna have to live with this until they they win the big one. Yeah, I mean, I think it can be, can be said for any team going into a draft, especially with first round picks. You know, they have done their homework. They identified who their guy is, who's gonna fit best fit their needs for that given moment given that given season right the circumstances that are laying themselves out there whether it's they're trying to plan for the future or they need services that are going to help them right now um and it's like you said it's always you can only it's 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 always you can't go in like being afraid of what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna happen um you know and then again niners historically you know have had like you said have had a lot of key really, you know, Fred Warner, like all these guys who've come out who weren't first round draft picks and have panned out extremely well, but they've also had a lot of first round picks who haven't panned out. Joshua Garnett, uh, Solomon Thomas, your, your boy, Glenn Coffey, like Ruben Foster, like all these guys where it's like first round picks, but then they end up finding these other guys who contribute in major ways in later rounds. So it's, and that's it's, interesting though. So they, they messed up on the high draft picks, but they find it out later. Yep. So do you discredit that or do you, do you, do you no, give them credit? I think, you know, right? I, I mean, you give them credit because again, they're, they're still going to be scouting and doing all this stuff for their seventh round pick as you know, as, as you know, the same as their first round guy and the mid round pick guys, right. It's always going to be, you know, I don't think it's a matter of like, it's not like when you're playing fantasy football draft and it's like, Oh, it's the 15th round. These pick whoever's available type of thing. It's going to be like, yeah, they're, they're investing a lot of resources and money into these players um, because you know, they're, you know, they want to have whatever edge competitive edge they can, they can, they can have in that moment. So, yeah. um, you know, you know, Brock Purdy was last pick in the draft, but you know, they had scouted him. They had sent out their team, their scouts to watch his games at college. He was played a lot of games. He was a starter, all these things. It's like, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a shock. Obviously hindsight's 2020 again, it's where it's like, yeah, he panned out really well. Um, but the fact that I know before he was drafted, like, oh, this guy should have been drafted, you know, not in the seventh round, but maybe in the fourth and fifth round. So, yeah. So I'm, let's go ahead and kind of bring bring this back home because I know we're really, uh, I mean, I'm taking off the bandaid and really going back forward. <laughs> but um, yeah, this was a failure. I have a Trey Lance jersey. This was a failure. It sucks. It sucks more importantly just knowing that he went to the Cowboys out of all teams and, you know, he's, only 22, 23 years old. So fast forward three years, he'll be 26. Yeah. He'll only be 26, right? Yeah. yeah. So if he keeps his head up, like he'll be relevant in this league. He'll still be around. Or, you know, maybe he wasn't that good to begin with. You know, maybe yeah. this whole draft evaluation process, considering how raw he was and just all the obstacles he has to overcome to become uh, an NFL quarterback. Maybe it was just never meant to be like, he should never even sniffed first round consideration. Right. We'll, we'll never know. Okay. Never know. Um, but for that matter, I mean, this is a very, 
uh, I won't say dark chapter for the for the Niners because when, you know they're Super Bowl contenders for fuck's sake, right? It's not a dark chapter, and the Niners were able to to roll with a quarterback, presumably in Brock Purdy, that could be a, a franchise quarterback. We'll find out. Um, so I mean, you know, I think that a lot of teams moving forward will remember this specific case with the San Francisco 49ers and um, use this for future references about, you know, what you should do or more importantly, what you mm-hmm. shouldn't do Yeah. in terms of like, you know, bringing up quarterback because this, let's be real. This is probably like the worst way to bring up a young quarterback. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And it's ironic too, because, you know, the Texans and the Panthers with Stroud and, uh, and, I'm trying to blank. Sorry, Stroud and 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 uh, and Bryce Young. Young, yeah. They're they're day one starters. They're saying like, no, we're we're, we're giving them. Yeah, but again, um, those are Anthony Richardson. These guys are starting. We want to get them right yeah, away because those those are three pretty garbage teams, right? That they're like, you know what? We know we're bad. It doesn't matter. It doesn't we, matter. Go in and find, play. <laughs> I just want to find out where we're at. What, we want to sell tickets. We want to have a new face. Like, you know, but again, Niners are Super Bowl contending, contending teams. You know, I mean, knock on wood, hopefully it's not the case where they're down and relegated to being really bad again and a rebuilding process like Arizona Cardinals, which we can get to in a moment. Um, but again, it, it's all about where they're, what the circumstances are at the current moment. And right now, they have a really good, they have a lot of weapons on the offense. They have extremely good defense. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's too, TBD, you know, it's, it, a lot's going to happen this year. Um, but I'd rather be in this position where they are right now than those bottom of the barrel teams with rookie quarterbacks just to sell tickets. And I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but what's the biggest, what's the best deodorant to resolve all your issues? What's the best what? Deodorant to resolve all your issues. Um, whatever you're drinking, winning, you gotta win. Oh, oh winning! I think you meant. win, it will solve everything, right? <laughs> if they win the Super Bowl, they're in the playoffs. If they're in the NFC Championship game, winning solves everything, right? Winning, fans, yeah, coaches, w- whatever. All, you, all you, what, what's the Herm Edwards you play to win the game, right? Yeah. That whole thing, all the shit you. that they're getting right now. Well, if they if they have, and they should, yeah, they have good games. If they field a winning team. This will be uh, exactly, yeah. If we, if the 49ers make the Super Bowl, they'll be like, yeah. Remember we had that the the drama quarterback at the beginning of the season. You know, it's 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 okay. It panned out. But alternatively, if the Niners do not do well, yeah, most likely it's going to be because of quarterback play, meaning that Brock Purdy will get would get hurt. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold is the Sam Darnold that we all mm-hmm. come to love slash hate. Mm-hmm. And they're fucked at the quarterback position and they don't make the playoffs. It could happen. And they would be like, man, it would have been really nice to have Trey here. Yeah. But again, in the situation, you know, he, I just don't, no, I, know, yeah, I don't know. I know. I know. <laughs> you can do this to yourself, but I'm, I'm just saying. He's still going to be in that situation. He's still be your third string quarterback for a reason. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. All right. Should we hop on to uh, other teams? 
Yeah, I know we've been on this for a bit, so let's just kind of wrap it up and bring this back home for the pod. So, you know, today is Tuesday, so the 53-man roster had to be finalized by, I think, like 1 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. The Niners, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Seahawks, they they made their cuts. And, you know, the beauty about the 53-man roster is you have to get it down to 53, but, you know, the final roster going to week one, you still have two weeks because we're going to Labor Day weekend, and then we're going to start the football season first week of september so you still mm-hmm. have time yeah so you're going to put some you got to make your 53 man roster you're going to cut some players you're going to mm-hmm. but from there you can claim players off of waivers you can also sign some players that you cut onto practice squad you can also put some players that are on the active roster onto ir and then add other players to f- to fill the 53 man roster so basically what I'm saying is like, it's just a lot of shit that's going on today. Um, right. Anything that stood out for you? Because I mean, there's a couple things that stood out for me, but uh, I, just, I, I haven't had a chance to look at the final rosters, um, but I'm just trying to follow up a little bit with the, um, the whole kicker situation with 49ers, which is a whole other issue. Um, okay. So I'll, 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 if it's okay with you all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Niners to your point, they have two kickers. Both of them are hurt. Mm-hmm. Zane Gonzalez, they put him on IR, so he's done for the season. They gave him an injury settlement. This is the second year in a row where he's on IR. And he he strained his quad. He got hurt for the second year in a row during warm-ups. Yeah. Can't make that shit up. That's he's tough. probably his career's probably over. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know the guy. Wish him luck. Uh, but to make things even more interesting, you know, their boy, Jake Moody, mm-hmm. in the third round, he's hurt. They've been working out kickers. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. So stay tuned. Okay. So that that's yeah. one for, for the Niners. Um, for the Colts. Okay. So the Colts, are, they're, they're not going to be good this year, right? Right. right. Presume that they're probably going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes for the yeah. overall pick to get that kid out of USC. Yeah. So to, to really expedite the tank. Um, Colt McCoy was supposed to be their mm. starting quarterback, right? And then just in odd fashion, you know, like last week they traded a, a pick mm-hmm. to, get, um, to get another quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get uh, Joshua Dobbs. From oh, there, yeah. Who, you know, the offensive coordinator now with the Cardinals had also been with Cleveland. Like they had the ties and, you know, similar offense in that sense. Um and then they also have this other – they have a, another rookie quarterback. Anyways, they cut Colt McCoy. Yep. They cut Sell him. That. You're like, what? What? He was going to be the starter. Yeah. He actually played okay in the time he was there. He's a Niner killer. He's yeah. I think he's like 2-1 and one against the Niners, actually, mm-hmm. right? So they have Dobbs because Kyler Murray's injured. And who's yeah. the other quarterback? And then they have a rookie quarterback. Like, okay. I was like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, I know you guys are a rebuilding team, but like, yeah, you know, if Dobbs is really your starter, he's been in the building for like a week. Yeah. So I'm like, again, oh, this is oh, like, oh my God. Isn't this also the new regime with the, with the Cardinals where they have a new GM, new coach, like all that stuff? I don't know. Well, if you're going <laughs> to take, take some pride, I mean, you know, if you're going to make that move, you should have made that like at the start of training camp. <laughs> So I, I I don't know. I, like I said, like, you know, uh, whatever they do, like they, they came to some conclusion, but 
did That's, you uh, did and you they see also what, said too that they're not going to name who the starter is going to be because they want to have a quote unquote competitive advantage. Did, did you see what the Cardinals' new over under is for the season? What for w- wins? I have, I have no idea. Is it four? Three, three and a half. Oh my God. All right, three and a half. Okay. So, so this is on a, a tweet or whatever X, whatever it's called now. What, okay. what do you what do you what do you ever call it? Sending an X. I'm so, I'm just gonna call it Twitter tweet. Call, call it Twitter. What? Anyway. So since since I was on whatever the platform since 1989, the only two NFL teams to have a lower season win total were the expand were the expansion. Carolina Panthers and Jacksonville Jaguars in 1995 both had an over under of three and both went over it. <laughs> right on. Okay. So there you go. I think they, um, you know, they could be whatever chant for for a USC quarterback guy. They're going to be tanking for him because. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, the Rams. Uh, the biggest thing I noticed about them is yeah. they drafted 14 rookies. Like this is like oh. A, you know, like they have a lot of dead cap, you know, yeah. they're going with a very young team. Mm-hmm. So check this out. 14 rookies. That's a lot, lot, lot of rookies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, check this out. All 14 made the team. Wow. That's surprising. Including undrafted free agents and all that. So that's probably even more. But mm-hmm. the 14 rookies that they drafted all made the team. And I looked at their, uh, their 53. There was a... Uh, it wasn't an article, but there was something on, on, on Twitter saying that Matthew Stafford is actually having a hard time. I saw that. Recognizing <laughs> who his teammates are because like there's just so many new faces. Right, right. I saw his. I saw the thing. He's like having a hard time connecting with them because they're just like a different sort of like. It's not like he's super old, but like there's just a big gap there. I just don't know who. He, yeah, who you are. Right? That's and so then I, I looked at like their uh, their depth chart. I looked at their secondary. Did he know that Akella Witherspoon's like their starting cornerback? Really? Yeah. Wait, wasn't he? Who did he play for last? Who did he play for last year? He went to the Seahawks and then he got traded to the Steelers. Steelers, right, right. He's been like, oh yeah, Witherspoon, Colorado. So that they sent him to like a one. He's the starting cornerback. (laughs) There you go. Right. So isn't isn't Stafford's backup the rookie? He's like twenty eight years old. (laughs) That's Bennett. That's right. Yeah, Bennett. So like, I know Matthew Stafford. I know Cooper Cup. I know mm-hmm. Cam Akers. I know yeah. Eric Donald. That's it. Okay. And all right. I know a little bit more. I mean, I know yeah. Joe Doug, Boom, Rob Havins on the offensive line. But what I'm trying to say, like, this is a very yeah. they have a lot of rookies. They have a lot of rookies. That that was my main takeaway for um their 53 man. And you know, I know that they're a diff- in a different mindset and they won the Super Bowl and now they're, you know, quote unquote paying the price. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, very um it's gonna be a a very interesting year for Sean McVay because every year yeah. since he's been a head coach, he's always well, been accustomed to winning. I mean, every year it's always been like, is he going to come back? You know, it's always like, yeah. is he? Maybe is, is Aaron Donald going to retire? Yeah, we'll, I guess we're but still there. But this is the first time that the Rams are like head on, like they're not, making no mistake that they are rebuilding. Last year they were still trying to win. Right. This year now That's they're right. like, no, we're yeah. we are what we are. We we got to pay the price. We got to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then my last thing, which would be for the Seahawks, is you know they're uh, they're a contending team. Um, actually, their 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 linebackers look really good. I, mm-hmm. I saw on paper. Um, wide receivers, uh, you can make a case that them and the Niners in the NFC West. I mean, they have uh, the Jigba, like 
their their rookie mm-hmm. up from Ohio State. Uh, yep. He had wrist surgery. I mean, I yep. probably murdered his last name right now. <laughs> uh, Just, he looked really promising at an awesome catch against the Cowboys before his injury. But, you know, between him, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf, okay. they're ready to go. Yep. Um, offense looks good. It looks really promising. I, I think the biggest thing for them is – What about the, the running back situation? Because – yeah, it's a no. It's Charbonnet. A, I know they got they got rid of Penny. They got rid of who else? No, they got rid of Penny. But you know what? They have Kent Walker the third. Right. I dropped. I dropped. Yep. I have him on fantasy team. Him in fantasy football. So yep. he's good. They have Zach Chardonnay from. Um, is it Chardonnay? I got to double check. Charb- Charbonnet, kind of like Chardonnay with a B. Char- Charbonnet. Charbonnet from UCLA. He's yep. a good pick. A good. A really good one-two punch, and then they have DJ Dallas. Like, you no, know, I, I like their running back situation. It, it's good. Mm, yeah, a really good bang for your buck. Um, but I think for them too, it's going to be their offensive line, Chris Cross. Yeah. Um, you know, like Chris Cross. Hopefully, in his sophomore year, um, and Abr and, and Abram for that matter, they can take another step. Uh, but hopefully, they they can keep everything to where they want to be. But I think it goes back to to their pass rush. Um, defensive line, it's, um, you know, they, they brought some guys that, um, you know, obviously Bobby White, they're trying to read, but you know, they, uh, Draymond Jones, um, they got some interesting players, um, but I just want to see if they can really kind of put it together and, um, improve on their run defense. Cause if not, they're going to be some trouble. There you go. But, uh, the biggest thing I know is for them and I'm like, Hey man, like the last couple of years, they've had two. Presumably strong uh, sorry, draft classes, um, and they're on the up. I, I, I like where they're heading. So, uh, And then the Niners, I know we've been talking about Trey Lance and all that, but I think uh, the biggest thing for them is uh, they might have uh, found another potential gem, not one but two. They drafted two linebackers, one in the fifth, one in the seventh. They kept both of them because their team was so strong. They have like six line, six seven linebackers on the roster because um, they didn't want them to wait. You know, presumably lose them to, to waivers, and you know they're just saying like we might have found the next Trey Greenlaw. Next, they didn't say it, but like you know another value pick at the linebacker position, which is cool. Which is cool. Yep. Um, Jair Brown, safety mm-hmm. seems, seems like like he's going to be a player. Um, but yeah, Latu, IR. I know <laughs> he's had some drops, but that doesn't really matter. I, I think the biggest thing for, for their fifty-three man is there's no train lights on the team. Yeah. Uh, no. Anything else you want to note about this? I know we've been going on quite a bit about Trey Lance. It's really. It's, I'm gonna all right. So when this is all done, I'm gonna title this like the Trey Lance pod. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, you, you know, you didn't have a emergency emergency reaction pod in the moment, so this kind of serves, you know, dual purposes. Uh, it's a good, it's a good, you know, venting session for sure. But uh, no, you know, it's it's something where it's very, um, you know, things like this don't happen very often. But when they do, it's a little, it's a little shocking. Um, but you know, like you said, it's Niners figure out a way to win. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they have a rough season. Yep. And then, um, similar to how fast the league works on the quarterback, meaning that, you know, Trey Lance had a, a lot of struggles early on and now he's no longer with the team. 
Yeah. Well, the same thing can be said for, for Shanahan. So if they struggle because of quarterback play and they don't make the playoffs, I, I guarantee you that Shanahan and Lynch will be on the hot seat next year. You know, I was listening to this on the radio this week with that very question that came up. And I would say, yes, there'll be some pressure there. But even if the Niners say we're to have a terrible season this year, you know, go whatever you want to call it. I don't think they'll, you know, be, you know, five win team, but, you know, somewhere way below expectations. I still feel like given what has happened with the NFC championship game, Super Bowl appearances, no wins yet. You know, this is Shanahan's seventh season. I still feel like he'd still be safe next year. Okay. I say they won't fire him after this this year, but there's going to be a lot more heat. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's how it goes in this league. NFL, not for long. Yeah, not for long. Um, so it really kind of shows you some of those teams like the Steelers who've had Tomlin for like 20 years or not 20, but a long time. Like, well, him, Belichick, yeah. Belichick, uh, right? It's like they, you know, they've always kind of been there in the mix, kind of down a little bit, but there's consistency, consistency. So, exactly. So we might be getting, we, we, I'm sorry, we might be getting ahead of, ourse- of ourselves, but just, yeah, for yeah for sure. So, Kevin, okay, well, appreciate right. your time. You know, uh, appreciate all our listeners. Whether you're on, this is weird. A- uh, Apple Music, Apple podcast. Music, or Spotify, <laughs> or Amazon. Uh, continue to check us out uh, at Just the West Instagram at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Even though it doesn't really work right now. Kevin, okay, uh, until next time, we right. out here. We out here. Peace.